0: hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of two girls one doc one doc it's your girl bd it's foreign the fiance, and we are back okay. um, i'm doing a ends today and i'm holding my mic like a superstar <laughs> because my stand is acting up and we ain't got time okay beyonce trust me um yeah so i think we get right into it it's yeah. been a long day
1: very long day um
0: and it's time to get on with things, so (laughs) we're just gonna get into it today. So today's documentary that we are covering is called The Murder of Jill dando you can watch it on youtube i think it's on bbc iPlayer, but for everyone who's not in the uk you can just watch it on youtube it's a lot easier um also we have some important housekeeping at the end of this episode but we're going to do that after the documentary so let's do the documentary first so we open up with old footage of this lady called jill dando she's a bbc presenter um she gets promoted within the whole presenter hierarchy and she's on the six o'clock news and that's like the creme de la creme Mm. like you know you've made it if you're on the six o'clock news yeah and so her colleague and co-presenter Martin Lewis is here with us in the documentary, and he's singing her praises. You know, she's so amazing, blah blah blah. There's so much footage of Jill, and we've said this in previous episodes. Like, oh, sorry. Speaking of previous episodes, I'm sorry to detour. I was listening to our prayer away episode, episode 55, yeah. And on that episode, you were talking about how, oh yeah, it's really cool. Need to do an engagement shoot. Like, I don't think I'm going to do an engagement shoot. And lo, Amber am motherfucking. Hold. I was,
1: pe- I was peer pressured. Peer pressure
0: is it was just so funny to me like listening to you being like, Yeah, now actually, you know, and like now it's funny. It. And me, it was really nice actually for everyone out there. It's actually really nice. It was funny to me to have done it, but I was
1: peer pressured by numerous by parties be. Yeah, to do it. But it I it was nice though, wanna. it was cute. It was cute.
0: corny, you. yes. Corny. But also yeah,
1: cute. I think there's they're always gonna be corny. It's corn. <laughs> I know
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> I, know I know that yeah, I'm staffing a yon, but I know the two. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so there's so much footage of jill she's so full of life and so beautiful she's she just seems like, diana like literally,
1: literally she's oh just God. diana i couldn't put my finger on what it was but she literally is diana she's just diana like
0: yeah. great I trying vibes to figure out
1: if she died before or after diana Can't remember. i don't know i don't know i think spoiler alert
0: um, oh well, i mean it's called the murder of I, guess, Andrew, I guess i so. guess yeah oh i don't know actually no it was after because it was 99 uh-huh. Was Diana like 94, 95 or something No Diana was
1: older than It must have been later than that Because I remember going to the Oh them. you were grown,
0: yeah Because you went to Buckingham Palace yeah. with your parents mm. So yeah yeah um, So yeah Jill does good vibes She's excelling in her career She's like doing a holiday show She's on Crime Watch. She's like living the life La Vida Like she's really that bitch yeah so we have this bit where her co-presenter of Crime Watch, who's called Nick Ross, he's saying how lovely she was and, like, he was saying she would take off her heels for the outro of each show so that she wouldn't appear to be taller than him. And I'm just like... No, never that. Okay. In the outro, she's still taller than you, so, like, it doesn't and really... And really...
1: on top of that, like, never, like, please, women, like, men, like, don't slap enough, like...
0: It's okay, just be do you know what I mean just be just confident be you. in your height and like just He should be secure be in his height.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: just be saucy. It's okay. Stand on your wallet. But anyway <laughs> Anyway, Jill is that bitch. She's really successful and she's really humble. And she's at like celebrity hotels, celebrity hotels, celebrity mm-hmm. events and nice hotels. Mm. And she's like still very humble in the girl next door. It's very indicative of the British. Like they don't like people to be confident in themselves. They just want people to kind of like be complimented but like not, not be confident yeah, in themselves yeah yeah they want you to it's really it's really weird humble, but yeah. it's very british mm. mm-hmm. so now on screen text tells us it's the day of the murder and that day is the 26th of april 1999 um we meet her neighbor helen noble and she's on her way home she sees jill's car and then she looks at jill's front door and then she sees jill but like lying on the f- on the floor yeah. right and so we hear the call that she makes to the police.
2: Hello ambulance. I'm walking along Gowan Avenue. It looks like um, there's somebody collapsed. Um, confidentially, it looks like it's Jill Dando and she's collapsed and her door there's a lot of blood. Could you just approach and check out the lady's breathing form? She doesn't look as if she's breathing. She's got blood coming from her nose, her arms are blue. I just need to find out if she needs if she's breathing. Is the lady's chest going up and down? Oh my God! No, I don't think she's alive. i well, okay, don't, don't worry, I'm gonna get some
0: help there. So Jill looks like she's collapsed in front of her door, but there's lots and lots of blood. And so the detective that handles this case is called Hamish Campbell, right? And I hate at first, that name. Hamish, yeah, I was kind of like, why is your name Hamish?
1: I hate it. I'm sorry for all the Hamishes out there, but I just hate okay, it. Hey, my, out there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know It just seems like a very old name It's just weird that somebody is called that mm. I mean this was 1990 something But he's old Yeah but like it's weird that someone was called I don't know it's, I don't know It's giving like veggie tales Yeah Anyway So um, they think that she's been stabbed But then they actually discover that she's been shot Which is weird yes. Because it's the UK People don't really get shot around here yeah, Like so not by weird. civilians It's
1: so weird to be shot in the UK It's like whoa Like that's crazy So where did you get a gun? Yeah literally
0: yeah, really weird Um so her family are told that she was stabbed and initially they say it was an accident, but then they reveal how she actually died. Um in this documentary we meet her sister and her brother and it, the way they're talking about it like it's like it's fresh. It's like it happened just yesterday. I mean, think
1: her and, cousin, like, she only had one brother. Oh, her cousin, yeah. yeah, sorry,
0: my bad. It's her cousin, yeah, her brother and her cousin. Mm. Um and it seems like it's really fresh for them. Like it's really sad. Mm. Um and then we get on screen text that says motive. So we learn that Jill was shot with a 9 millimeter semi-automatic pistol and the newscaster tells us this can't be legally held, which is exactly what we thought. Like, normal people don't just... They're not running around with guns. I was going to say, like... I don't
1: think any guns are legal, but, like, obviously, if you do fox hunting or whatever they call it, then you... Yeah, like, around. some
0: people will, yeah. may have, like, a firearm of some kind, but it's weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's strange. Like, there's a reason that you have it. Yeah. Um. My granddad had a gun. It's
1: so random. I didn't know this till, like, he died. I mean, apparently, like, everybody knew, but I didn't know, which is random because, like, if you ever met my grandpa, he was, like, the most...
0: Yeah, but if you live in Nigeria, like, it makes sense for you to have a gun. Like, I know, arm but come, what are you gonna say
1: still, like... You just my, didn't see him Yeah, like, that. my grandpa was the kind of person that I felt like if arm robbers came, he would, like, try to talk to them and kumbaya, like, he was very... So let not do this. Yeah, let's, like, you sense. yeah, like, my child, like, that kind of vibe, so it was interesting. And they would actually
0: listen to him and be like, Probably, you know what? I repent of my sins. There, was, yeah. there were
1: very few people who didn't listen to my granddad, like, he was very, like, his energy was very... That guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my granddad had guns. Really? I'll tell you more offline. Yeah. Crazy. There's so much footage of Jill, right, in this documentary. And there's this like united sadness and outcry from the whole country, literally just like Diana. She was a national. And I have no recollection of any of this happening. I was only a baby girl, so you know, I wasn't really with it. I mean you were five. Four? Four. Yeah, I was I was watching Blues Clues.
1: Four, five? Okay it's just weird if I girl. remember Diana's death I should have I don't remember
0: Diana though I don't actually remember it you don't remember no but my mum wasn't like obsessed with Diana
1: I rem, I literally remember like exactly what I saw the day we went to Buckingham Palace and what
0: my mum yeah, was even wearing when she was crying it. I literally but, but, I believe she died because you know she did but I don't I literally have no personal recollection we, like, we all recollection.
1: have little things that happen in our childhood that we randomly like just remember intense
0: i in. remember 9 11 i remember that but one. we weren't
1: kid kids then
0: yeah we were, we're in I, was, still, I wasn't up to 10 2001 was it 2001 it was 2001 yeah but we weren't yeah we were i was like six seven yeah you're a child what's the difference between five and i seven? remember that day like
1: it was yesterday
0: i remember it that's what i'm saying i remember that but i don't remember diana no i remember diana yeah um okay so no one understands why this happened to jill like it's one of those things where it's like it's sad but it's sadder to the public because this is a woman with you know a really high profile and like people you know looking at her and like you know like every every evening watching her on the tv and knowing that like now she's not here so it's proper sad yeah so police think that maybe it's a stalker or maybe even a professional hit and they get loads of calls and suggestions and tips of who might have done it right And there's a lot to consider because she was killed during the day. It was like 12 in the afternoon. She was killed on her doorstep. It wasn't a dark alley, which means that like maybe a mad person who didn't care about any of these things did it. Or maybe it was like someone sent out a hit on her and it was like professionally done and Mm -hmm. that's why they could do it so brazenly. Mm So, on-screen text now sells us an organised killing. So, there's this thought, right, that maybe her death was something to do with her presenting Crime Watch. And for anyone who's not British that's listening, Crime Watch is this show where they just go through crimes that haven't been solved yet, and they watch them yet. (laughs) And so they, like, talk to the audience and plead with them for information, right? But then that theory doesn't really make sense, because, like, she's just a messenger, and her co-host is very much alive, so it's just kind of like... "Mm." this this line of like thinking is not really gonna work yeah the police investigate all the cases that she's covered which think about is actually a waste of time but they investigate them and they find nothing what else are british police good at doing nothing so then it becomes oh maybe she was actually assassinated right
1: my mother did tell me the serbs had said when we bombed their um, broadcasting station that we'd killed the jill dando of of serbia the fact that it might have been a tit-for-tat reprisal, then I can understand that that might have been the case. Particularly since the way Jill was killed made me think it represented something bigger than the actual act.
0: So basically they're trying to say that like it's tip for tat so like Serbia like so we as in us as in the UK as in mm. not me personally yeah, yeah. bombed them man, them man Yeah. even when she said like, we I was like who you talking about bitch like, I was like who's we you, we 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 are we French she so was like mm-mm literally so they were like oh because it was their broadcasting station that they bombed how maybe they their retaliation was to kill a broadcasting
1: but apparently person. she said that they'd killed their the Serbian equivalent of Jill Dander
0: yeah I guess so which, yeah mm-hmm. It's like someone bombing BBC And Jill Dando dying yeah. And so then Someone from here going to Serbia And be like Oh you're Jill Dando Yeah Equivalent Pow 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 Let's kill you Which I think was really like I it mean very far I still don't know Yeah it's really far fetched though Literally It's just, it's just like, like oh, okay.
1: you're, you, Sounds bad But in the grand scheme Of like war And what you could do These are small fry Like y- Yeah I was like
0: I'm sorry but Of everyone that you wanted to mm, yeah. Speaking of which Liz trust it's just so funny because we just like spoke about did we not just say in what is a woman episode 90 this is going to be what 92 or 93 did we not just say that she's on her way out and where is she now she's out bro they need to
1: give us an election like at this point it's it's These very play with our emotions. yeah they need to give us an election like this is further going to destabilize the pound actually apparently the no went apparently up went out. yeah yeah interesting actually but it depends on who they put in next either way we need to, i i'm actually getting stressed out about politics how do they get so many do-overs i don't get it like this is this like it's not do-overs it's just that they they the last elected government was conservative so obviously each time one of their the pms leaves then like
0: but it's like should there not be a cap on okay man you man get twice and then i think now
1: they're gonna literally be like you have to give call for a general election like you guys have completely fucked it up i think i think but at that there may not be and i was hoping she would stay Long enough for them to do a vote of no confidence, and then there had to be an election. Oh, then there had to be yeah. An but election. now it's like they just need to replace the PM. And apparently, people are saying Boris should come back, but I didn't even know that was a thing. If Boris comes this back, this w- country put it in the bin. These men are freestyling. I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense. If Boris They're comes back, yeah. Like, this country is just family guy. Like, we're in a family guy episode or something. Like, it's we not are. real life. Somebody is sketching the next scene because what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Bring Boris back. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, for
0: what reason? Someone that left, why are we what? But what, what, to, to, to why? To it's why? a fucking joke, man. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, it's a fucking joke. Um, so our detective, Hamish Campbell, is like, hmm, yeah, this, this theory is a bit far-fetched. Like, why would someone co- from Serbia come all the way here to kill her? And like, wouldn't they brag about it? Wouldn't they be like, ha you did this to us. We did this to you. Yeah. So they say that there's no evidence of Serbian involvement. Of course there isn't. Leave the Serbs alone, yeah? Mm-hmm. Then we hear about the bullet that was used in the shooting. And it was kind of weird because there were these six like indentations in the bullet, so like these little dents which proved that it was tampered with. Yeah. And they think that it was tampered with so they could remove explosive powder to silence it. And like, I didn't know this was a thing but it also means that like this whoever did this had only one bullet and they were like they had to use this one bullet because only it was just one bullet they found and it had this indentation so it's almost like they they messed around with the bullet and were like right okay this bullet's got your name on it kind of thing yeah that's crazy and then it actually so on screen text right exactly so um on screen text and if you haven't clocked like these on screen texts are just kind of like the chapters almost uh, yeah chapters and how the investigation was going that sort of thing so on screen text says a single operator question mark so now we're looking at if somebody (laughs) we're looking at if someone jill knew could have done this because most people unfortunately are killed by someone they know so judith dando who's jill's cousin is saying look she's famous so maybe it's because she's famous and that's why she died so now we learn that she had some stalkers or like obsessed fans maybe she was killed by one of them like a whole selena situation um we hear from a witness who heard a scream but no gunshot and then she's uh, this witness who's a guy sees this other guy walking away quickly from jill's home at the time doesn't really think anything of it he's just kind of like oh that was weird yeah on screen text now tells us the invisible months so we're 250 days after jill's murder no suspects no arrests nothing so far and at this point about two million taxpayer pounds, yeah. Have been pumped into this inquiry. I wonder how much has happened. been pumped
1: into Madeline McCann. I don't I don't want to know. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I want, don't want
0: to know. know. There's been lots of statements, lots of calls, and over two thousand potential suspects. Imagine how long this is. Like having to and knowing that most of these are gonna be nothing worth yeah, no yeah. it. Is. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why that's not my job. It does this thing where like it fast forwards the numbers, so it goes from 250 to 365 days, so a year, it's just so dramatic, uh, since the murder of Jill Dando and police are convinced that it was a loner, stalker kind of person, right? And Hamish, i wouldn't call him Campbell, okay. Campbell the detective is reading out his notes from that time. And this is when I clocked that Liz, Liz Wow well, trust is on my mind This is when I clocked that Jill didn't even live Where she was killed she actually lived in Chiswick And not Gowan Avenue where she was found I think so but it was she owned hit, it She owned the property Yeah but yeah I guess so but I guess that's not really where she was like living living. Yeah. So it's kind of like if it was a hit How would they know that she was going to be yeah, there Yeah it was so random yeah, yeah. But if it was a stalker maybe they were following her Anyway and they were just kind of like, like Saw an opportunity and took it now we have more on-screen text i feel like this documentary was mainly reading we have more on-screen text that says barry george so we learn about barry george he also goes by barry bulsara but they call him barry george um and he he'd been a name that they got earlier on so someone kind of like gave his name was like oh look into this guy but they never really acted on this tip right and um this company, or not company, organisation, Hafad, which stands for Hammersmith and Fulham Action for Disability, they gave the police his name. Yeah. Right? So Barry George is kind of like seen getting a cab or trying to get a cab away from the crime scene, but he had no money. Mm. So it's like at this point then not only are you a potential murderer, you also have poor planning skills. Broke. Because like would you not consider how, how you're going gonna to escape. get to him from the crime yeah, scene? Yeah. Like and so then they say that, you know, he was there also the next time trying to plant so like the next day he went back trying to plant like a false alibi. Mm. Which I assume he was trying to be like, Oh hey, remember I was here at this time. So it could be which, which I not Which on his me, own is like,
1: so fucking dodgy. I'm gonna report you anyways.
0: Like yeah, imagine someone weird. just
1: comes to me and says to me, Oh, remember I was here yesterday I'm calling the police and I was like I'll be like I don't know what crime this person committed but they could Yeah this something. guy's trying to cover
0: something up. Like what are you talking about? Something is amiss. Yeah, it was weird. I was just like what what so on screen text tells us that an officer was assigned to go and speak to Barry George so he'd been to jail for attempted rape he'd been convicted of posing as a police officer and he'd been rejected from the police so it doesn't actually make him a killer none of these things but they're notable Mm. because it's like hmm are you just a weird guy or are you a weird guy who is also a killer yeah so the police search his house and they find lots of film with hundreds of pictures of women notes with car number plates and addresses of women's houses newspaper cuttings of Jill Dando gun magazines pictures of him holding a semi-automatic gun which is the same kind of gun used to kill jill yeah so the evidence gets sent off for forensic analysis including this coat that matches the description that that witness guy was like oh yeah this guy was wearing this coat now in the pocket of this coat they find gunshot residue and that matches the gunshot residue found on jill's body so it's kind of like oh finally thank jesus we've got the guy so barry is arrested on the 25th of june 2000 right and so we hear some of the interview did you ever buy the g145 eight millimeter blank firing government automatic have yes, you ever possessed
1: one of those no yes, sir have you ever handled one of those yes, sir. have you ever fired one of those
0: yes, sir. he's denying it you know he changes his alibi he denies having firing and handling the gun and they know that he had this gun mm. right so Campbell is like all we have is this like teeny weeny particle of gunshot residue that's all they have like physically linking him to the crime scene so it's 369 days after Jill was killed and they charge him with the murder and so Judith Jill's cousin she doesn't actually think that he did it she feels like oh it's kind of convenient you know that this all came together like this blaming the the local weirdo Mm -hmm. and then Detective Campbell was like no I disagree like he he did that shit Mm. yeah so now it's almost two years after Jill's death and barry george's trial starts so on 26th of february 2001 the trial starts and it lasts for 52 days the jury is out for five days and on the 2nd of july barry george is convicted of jill's death and sentenced to life in prison Mm -hmm. life here is never life though yeah it's not it's just light work so we get talking head saying that you know the evidence wasn't actually sufficient to justify his conviction and it was really all that cinched this case was one particle of gunshot residue one that's mm. it right so barry appeals i mean i would appeal even if i did it i'd be like bro like all you have is this one particle You're yeah like, that's enough but then also it's like where did the particle come from then exactly where did it come from exactly but then why would there only be one particle but it's been a year I mean?
1: Like the jacket could have been clean Maybe it's been yeah. like degraded Or it's been washed And stuff yeah. like that Yeah Like the, this yeah, English weather, weather alone Will wash out any Of your sins
0: from your clothes So Yeah Not the sins um, So yeah he appeals uh, It fails And so back to jail he goes mm. And then we're here with Angela Shaw Angela Shaw is a forensic scientist Who specialises in gunshot residue So we get a bunch of on screen text It says four years later barry george's legal team made a new submission to the criminal cases review commission so from what i understand they basically agree with the science. Like the particle of gunshot residue that was found on him was indistinguishable from that on the shell casing and that that was in Jill's hair. So basically, that proves that it came from the same place. However, how important is that one particle a year after the murder? So it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, it was the particle was the same, but like it's been a year. Like, is that possible? You could so have it like, up from numerous places, from anywhere. Yeah, literally, they even say you can pick it up from a train. I said, mm. my brother, what train? What Jubilee line? Literally who what train you you'd be f- surprised nah a new fear unlock if i'm standing next to someone who shot someone and now they test my jacket and i'm
1: well you you shouldn't be convicted based off of that one particle hey
0: well there you go appeal so campbell the detective is like yeah you know i hear that yeah but <laughs> campbell, also that particle... not the soup campbell <laughs> detective campbell <laughs> He <laughs> could he he's kind of like yeah like, i hear that that's great and everything but it also could have just come because he shot the gun yeah right like but then him shooting a gun doesn't mean that he shot jill mm. but then also it's kind of like actually, what are the
1: odds that all these things line up and you're not the killer i think he did that shit guilty as fuck
0: i think so too well actually i do but i also do anyway we'll get to it at the end we'll discuss so um we get some on-screen text the court of appeal found the gunshot residue inconclusive and quashed barry george's conviction so after eight years he's free yeah a retrial was ordered and the single particle of gunshot residue was ruled as inadmissible on the 1st of august 2008 barry george was found not guilty of jill dando's murder and then it says he was wrongfully convicted and imprisoned for eight years so i'm kind of like double jeopardy in it is a double yeah, jeopardy thing here i don't know but so you can't be convicted again yeah
1: till today it's technically unsolved yeah but well, british police are lazy they'll just say we've done our best and we found the
0: people and which is what happens because basically uh barry george has reduced capacity from what they said they don't especially go into it but it seems like he kind of has like some reduced mental capacity right yeah um and so he wasn't actually capable of carrying out this crime which i don't think is true i think he probably could yeah. it. i don't know if he did do it but the police are still kind of like yeah well we think we had the right guy and then you can also tell that like the campbell guy is very annoyed by the end of it yeah he's like it was hard work
2: was a commitment and energy and drive by everybody to try to find a real resolution to
0: the case. And the producer's like, but you didn't in the end. And then Hamish just st- starts sort of like change shit. He's like...
2: We as an investigation team brought someone before the courts and that is what we had to do. So we, we made the investigation, came to a conclusion and submit the evidence. You know, the outcome is, is entirely out of our hands.
0: And it's like I agree that the outcome Is out of your hands But then like If there's no resolution then Because who killed Jill yeah. Because you're telling us Yeah we got it right And like this guy did it But then you should have, to, like, enough, no, actually, you should have Presented enough evidence So that it would be A better outcome Exactly And if, if he has literally Been found not guilty now That means that Somebody out there did it Who is that person Mm
1: Personally for me I think he did it I think I don't think he planned To kill her Like a Like some sort of Criminal mastermind I think he was walking about And he Saw her And he had this gun And he maybe wanted To try shooting it And it just so happened That it killed her
0: Yeah I think if he did do it It was more so an accident
1: Yeah Like I don't think
0: Or like you, can, you know Kind of like Lenny In Of My Men. It's like he didn't mean to I've never like he... read it Or watched it Who's Lenny Who's the other one There's Lenny And then who's, who's his Who's his mate and there's curly and his wife anyway it's like he wouldn't mean to do he just doesn't know his own strength or like yeah that's what i think happened maybe.
1: i think he was maybe just thinking like oh this gun and then it went off and then shot her. i do
0: think that he was like obsessed with her though like, i do think oh that of he, course yeah he like targeted her but maybe he didn't mean to i don't know
1: yeah
0: i don't know because like it's but, just like
1: um, how many things will line up you just so happen to have the exact particle res like the, so what are the exactly. odds that you you got on the, the same train that gun the killer Fuck off.
0: yeah no it's true it's true everyone close to jill feels like barry george should have been acquitted so it makes you think like if her closest people felt, felt like he didn't do it then like why do i feel- why do they think that mm.
1: Mm. i guess so yeah
0: and that means they also don't feel like justice has been served. Yeah. You but wouldn't, yeah, It's been though, over 20 years now, and there's still no like, closure.
1: You wouldn't feel like justice has been served for as long as it's unsolved. It's kind of like Adnan
0: Saeed. I was just going to say that. It's like it that. Is his, because, like, his
1: pet, the, for... gar- the, the 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 girl's pet family... Yeah, are... him, and
0: Lee's, him and Lee's family. I feel so bad for them. Yeah,
1: because you can tell that I feel like deep down they know that he didn't do it but for them it's like the second he's released it means that who killed her like it's opening it? old wounds which is why for them exactly. it's easier for him to just stay in prison and close and those you can't heal on.
0: yeah yeah it really is it really is so sad um but yeah now it's time for
1: the real crime i think was the beard
0: our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime have you got one
1: the name hamish
0: Oh, that's a really good one, yeah. Mine was Barry George's house. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. It was so disgusting.
1: Hoarders, like, would so shiver. Disgusting. Like, it
0: was actually so gross. It was, And I was just like, imagine that being part of... I mean, when I... So, I used to do this job where I would, like, go to people's houses to do their eye test. Did you ever and, like, see any really seen, scary house? The things I have seen... There's one time where, like, this guy's carpet was wet. I don't know how to explain it. It was, like, sticky. And I didn't deep it. Like, I was, I, I stepped onto it. And then like, when I tried to pick up my foot to... thing it was like i had to like lift it it was like heavy it was like sticky have you ever been on a sticky carpet like how does your carpet get sticky was his whole house a mess there? yeah i've been to some i've been to some really nice houses and i'm just like raw people are living and i've been to some houses where i'm like no where where are the social service? what's the worst like house you've seen? the worst experience i had actually was like it, it was just kind of creepy it took ages to get into the flat because most of the patients they are like really like old or like they they can't like get out of the house very much yeah so there's one time where like and a lot of the times it's like a lock box mm. so they give you the code and stuff and then you get the key and then you get in so it took ages to get into the lock box but i managed to do that bearing in mind you're carrying all your equipment and stuff and i was by myself i get into the flat and it's a flat and there's flat, like two flats of stairs there's no lift yeah so i'm like ca- like carrying my little bags and stuff across here yeah? and then i go into the door and like the the flat is like dark and i literally was like what is as like Lord Jesus? If this is the end of me, like let me know now, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I like open the door and go in. I'm like, oh hello, like Mister whatever his name was, and then like there's nothing, and I see like a little light in the thing, and I'm like hello, and and then he's like, oh I'm here, and I was like okay, okay. and then he, he's like lying in his bed, like it was just so I literally was just are like, they meant oh, to lie my. in bed? Some of them, some of them are bed bound, so then they're just in their bed. Yeah, I've been to quite a few that are bed-bound. And you know what it shows me as well? It's that, like, you can see two people who have, like, a very similar uh, disability or a very similar health condition, and, like, someone is living in, like, scholar, and then someone has, like, all the the money. And, like, yeah. they're... they're, they're obviously it's going to affect you and it's like terrible to have whatever conditions that they have yeah but like it's so it seems so much easier for the person who has carers looking after them or like a really big room that they can do stuff in or like a bed that alters and adjusts and Mm. stuff compared to people who like they literally just have the bare minimum Mm. to be able to like cope with their condition it's so sad that job was so sad like some days i would just come back and be like raw like you really are just in your own bubble in life and society you You don't don't realize how bad it can be for people yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: that's crazy
0: yeah but yeah i don't do that anymore. more pray jesus but um yeah that was mine his home was actually disgusting but before we go housekeeping housekeeping guys you know our fave forense i'm actually being so dramatic it's actually not that deep like <laughs>
1: acting like i'm dying
0: <laughs> she's not she's not forense is the fiance right and so she's getting married and so um she has a lot of shit on her plate, and it's not shit actually. It's actually love. She has a lot of love on her plate, and she <laughs> has the planet. In order to let, she's rolling her eyes. She has the planet, and obviously, this uh, podcast as easy as you make it seem. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of time to get regular episodes out. And so, because we want to keep doing episodes, and we don't want Forens to crawl down like to fall down and die, we're gonna give Forens a hiatus. And I'm sure you can all agree that like this is very much deserved. So, sis is gonna be on a break for the foreseeable future. Okay oh, I
1: feel so sad now I feel like I know, I'm
0: leaving
1: I Like I feel like I'm leaving my
0: kids My children Okay She's on a little break She needs it man Honestly we, Like She needs to be good But what we're gonna do I don't know Like I don't know I decided But I'm gonna try and vlog the wedding Like I'm actually going to try my best Obviously yeah, I like I'm A bridesmaid Well I think Anyone who was Um back in my beady on eyewear days no back in my miss beady days and I used to vlog so like I'm actually going to vlog the wedding mm. and vlog Dubai so you guys can actually watch it on our YouTube and be like oh my god yay I was there kind of vibes yeah, yeah so, so you'll you be can able to see, see
1: what I was doing when the I was fruits of a- the labour yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly so we're gonna do that and we'll upload that for you when we can but in the meantime so we can give you episodes i'm gonna have a different guest each week and we're gonna go through a documentary so no it's not going to be the same because for instance fiance is not going to be here but we're gonna we're gonna keep calm and carry on all yeah, right we'll make you <laughs> we get some episodes up have you got any words for the people then
1: no just i'll be a bit corny and just say thank you for all the people who've listened to us so far like it's It's been so many tough times, like I was saying to BD this uh, today or yesterday, that uh, I, we started this podcast and I had so many like difficult and good things happen, but uh, overall a lot of life changing things like happened like on the pod and obviously like if you guys listen you'll know like i had lost my granddad like if you don't know i've been in a long distance relationship covid was like a big thing and then planning like a wedding is super like guys don't even do it just go to the registry and call it a fucking day like i said this to everyone It's not worth it I mean it will be worth it But it's
0: not Exactly It will very much be worth (laughs) it Yeah
1: but no I appreciate And um, everyone And uh, the listens And the comments we get Whenever we see comments Like oh I just found your pod And it's so amazing Or I just listened to this episode Or this or that Like it makes my day Because like when You're juggling so many things And you're thinking Is anybody out there Actually listening to me Like listening to me Every week chat shit It's good to know that (laughs) One person Even if it's just one person Is Um, But yeah The break is needed and I am excited to come back refreshed, rejuvenated, and married. And married. And married, yep. Yeah. And finally, bear back in the eyes of God.
0: That's, that's the. <sighs> No more fornication for the nation. <laughs> no more fornication. <laughs> um, but yeah, so next week we are going to cover um, the first episode of Netflix's Web of Make-Believe, Death, Lies and the Internet. And that episode is called Death by Swat, which is actually very wild. And so I will introduce our guest next week. <laughs> da, da, da. It'll be, a, be surprise. a surprise
1: every week, a different surprise. Every
0: week will be a surprise because we need to figure it all out. No, <laughs> I'm, so,
1: I'm actually so excited to listen to the episodes that I'm not on. It's going to be like, oh, okay. Like something different. Yeah, gonna,
0: it's, it's gonna be weird for you. Yeah, you? Like, it's, gonna, gonna, be it's like, gonna be like a different,
1: yeah. a whole new pod. So yeah, another pod of
0: mine. Yeah, no, even when I listen to that to our podcast, sometimes like I'll just listen to our podcast and like it's like I wasn't there. It's like I didn't not only record it but edit it. I'm like, Wait, this is like literally the third time I'm participating yeah in this episode, and I'm still having a great time. Like it's, yeah. it's very strange. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, so I am going to play the trailer for that at the end. But um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to leave us with? No, you good? I'm good. You look so sad.
1: I feel. I do feel sad. I. Feel feel so sad it's like it's it feels, necessary it feels like i know what w- women feel like when they go back to work after being on mat leave i feel like i'm leaving my baby and i'm like oh whoever's coming are they gonna treat it the same way is it gonna that be that's so
0: funny yeah but
1: yeah it's gonna be exciting she tried to
0: honestly work. like she was trying to continue and i was looking at her and i was like okay i'm making an executive decision yeah because what is this? it's
1: good to have two people <laughs> like, there because i would have just fought for my life to like until till i lost the battle
0: I was like girl no absolutely absolutely not so yeah no I'm I'm I'm, I'm working on it because I'm trying to get you guys episodes before I have to begin bridesmaids duties mm, so mm. they're gonna be out yeah but we're we must them get coming. this
1: vlog up so you guys can see why I was on the hiatus hopefully when you see it, you'll be like oh my gosh this was such a nice wedding like I can see why you were like so stressed and busy yeah I'm gonna
0: vlog everything I'll vlog like the um bridal shower and like the do all that kind of stuff so, whatever, yeah. whatever it is that we the do, like, we're doing bridal showers happened is that, is that what that was? Okay, yeah, handy. Hand, oh, I can't keep up. Doing, I'll vlog every. I'll actually fire this, you but, as
1: bridesmaid. The barest minimum moment to know the events that you're attending.
0: Probably, <laughs> from the moment I touch Dubai, yeah. In fact, even before I, when I'm on my way to the airport, I, the vlog will begin. Okay. So you people can really see the, you know what I mean? Yeah, perfect. And I put, so subscribe to our YouTube channel, Two Girls, One Doc, so that you can see it when it drops. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we'll try to do, Anyway, let me keep my mouth shut.
0: But yeah you know don't make no promises we can't yeah see, yeah yeah okay but you know i just to um echo foren's sentiments like i'm weird re- like it honestly means the world that you guys listen the fact we're still listening to this like raw shout out to you man but yeah like honestly it means the world if we're still here five star review please i beg i can see the numbers going up it makes me so happy but um also share with people and yeah we appreciate you guys any documentaries that you want us to do as well just dm us email us yeah. I don't know what the other options are, but just contact us and let us know. TikTok and we'll us. get them done for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. TikTok us. But yeah, in the meantime, between time, you can find us Two Girls One Doc on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Two Girls One Doc Podcast on TikTok. Um and yeah, I'll play the trailer at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. Right. That's it. Bye. Okay, we're recording. Um, all right. So maybe the best
1: place to start is
2: How did you get involved in this? I was in an argument with someone that most people would consider a hacker. I was reading the text on my phone. I guess I said something that kind of—I have to assume—like insulted his pride or his ego or something. And this person sent the SWAT team to my house at midnight. I was born in Jamaica. I was born anywhere. When I looked out my window, I noticed it was really bright outside, like really bright. So then I walked out my room and opened the front door. And I looked up in the sky and it was a helicopter. I for God. I the light was so bright that it was, it seemed like it was like mid-afternoon. That's how bright the light was shortly after comp cars started pulling up and they were getting out with shotguns and rifles maybe by land, maybe by sea. So it was an eye-opening experience that, that, that he could do that to my house over nothing because it was a hoax call whatever he said wasn't true he said that someone was being held hostage in the closet I learned later that he even pretended to be the girl that was allegedly being held hostage in my closet I wasn't scared for my life I didn't feel like I was gonna die or anything I just thought it was cool that he could do that He thought it was cool that's what that's what I thought about that experience quite frankly I was thinking holy shit this guy actually just sent the SWAT team to my house, and he's not worried at all about the consequences. Let's call it from a federally prison.
0: So on-screen text tells us it doesn't actually because we've done that bit already so I'm gonna <laughs> say a uh, broadcasting station oh I need to do that again I know why I said that now okay no it doesn't matter but that's your job yeah and that's why that's not my job these ones are contagious girl
1: I'm sorry I don't know what's wrong
0: with However, how important is that one? <laughs> Guys, if you hear all the bloopers, I swear to God, I'm a mess today. Yeah, I mean, everyone close to Phil. Feel, to feel. Lord Jesus, give me strength.